guys, welcome along to episode 170 of Blind Guy Talks Tech for Monday the 8th of August 2022. We're back into the inbox and hey, we might even be here all week. You never know. You're listening to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Now, here's that blind guy himself, Stephen Scott. Hi guys, Sean's here as well. Uh, Sean Priest. Hello. World. World. Sean Priest. You all right? Thank you. Yes, I'm very good. I've got to say, Stephen, you are sounding gorgeous. What's happened? Oh, I don't like when you say it like that. I prefer it when you say it the other way. Uh, uh, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> like I say it all the time. Please. T- that, no. 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 What? That's not what? how you say it. You say gorgeous. Gorgeous. There That's you go. You happy it. now? That's I, was trying, I like that. I was trying to sound proper and like radio or something. <laughs> when did yeah. we ever bother with that? <laughs> Are you kidding? I remember when I started out in radio, I had this boss, right? And he would say to me, Diction is important. Remember diction. And I, I don't sorry, know, sorry when did you start out? <laughs> I started out in the 1700s. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought he was talking about. I was like, I don't like books, really, and I can't be bothered with audiobooks. Do I have to go and listen to Charles Dickens? Who's this, who's you this, who's this Charles Dickens guy? He sounds so boring. <sighs> Calm down. I'm just saying your microphone is sounding good. Yeah, it does sound good. Yeah. Well, you know, this studio has taken an incredible amount of beating over the past couple mm-hmm. of hours, as have I. Um, hours. <laughs> Years. Well, that's, that's just today, yes. Uh, we were still fixing things today. Um, it's just, it's been ridiculous, but you know, and people are like, you know, I get all these wonderful emails from you, lovely people who send in all these emails saying, well, what are you doing? What is going on? What's the need for all of this? Um, and you know, what's wrong with the setup as it is? Well, truth be told, there's nothing wrong with the setup, but the problem is as soon as you break one thing, I assume Mm. you heard that. Um, (laughs) did you hear that? No. Oh, good. It's only in my year. So that means the system works. Ah, oh, wow. Fantastic. Yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, hey! yeah that, right? Okay, excellent. Yeah, no, the my... thing, you, you see, you're always looking for that perfect, aren't you? That, oh. that, that zenith of workflow, of productivity, because the reason we don't produce as much stuff as we would like to in our heads is purely down to the equipment. It's never us being lazy and watching Emmerdale. Um, It's always down to, well, if only this was better, then we would be on top of our game. And um, yeah. In saying that, uh, uh, Coronation Street's been pretty good the past couple of weeks. So, (laughs) you know, there is that. No, no. Emmerdale all the way. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. I'm I'm not putting up with this. Uh, You know, they hate that exists in this world for Coronation mm. Street is, is frankly palpable. Is that, a, is that a word? Brookside was good. I miss Brookside. I loved Brookside. I, and do I say, I, I, yeah, I mean, I did. I missed it. In fact, I think it's on BritBox now. I think I read <gasps> an email the other day that said, Brit, you know, new, new to BritBox. What, I'm sure that's been off for the best part of 20-odd <laughs> years, probably? Is it audio described? <laughs> probably not. Okay, fair enough. Okay, sorry, Highly move doubt on. It. Yeah, I, th- I feel I've took you off track a little bit. Sorry, sorry, go on. There's nothing new there. Um, no, do you know, first off, can I just say, because I will forget to say this, and it'll be the end, and then it will sound weird when I say it, but it's actually just nice to be back with the two of us again. It was a bit wild at the weekend, wasn't it? Saturday was, I mean, I enjoyed it, don't just get me wrong. I had the two of us. Uh, we can yeah, make it if we try. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. That Saturday edition was an absolute what? bedlam. What it was happened chaos. there? I don't know. I, 
but it was all on one subject. I mean, we, you and you just threw it out there like it was just, oh, by the way, and then you just rolled a hand grenade into the room. And that was it for an hour. We are just talking over each other. That's a problem, though. I, I spend way too much time. And, you know, I know you've emailed in about this and saying the simple answer is, Stephen, stop doing it. Spent way too much time sitting on Twitter, getting wound up by these woke activists who mm-hmm. just do my head in most of the time. Armchair activism at its best. Sitting there, Relax. you know, God, and it just, and I, of course, I'm the, I, I honestly, I feel like I'm sitting reading the Daily Mail. I'm, like, oh, I'm going to kill somebody. <laughs> you know, you just turn into this monster. And it's like, I've got to get away from this. So I have. I've actually stopped taking my phone to bed because, um, that's the problem. I'm sitting in my bed and I'm I'm reading this garbage day and night. Don't listen to it, my phone. I'm never leaving you. <laughs> oh, I just can't take it anymore. I can't take. I'm as mad as hell, and I just can't take it anymore. Um, point. So I've, I, I, I've come yeah, off that stuff, but I'm not completely because obviously I use Twitter and I love Twitter because I love it for all the, <sighs> the you, story and the news. No, but it's it's that was the thing for me with Twitter. It was always like I would go in and I would get lots of tech news. And people yep. I like would share stuff. And I still have loads of people on there who I follow who, you know, share some really cool stuff, especially blind folks who are techie like us, who are sharing really cool things. And I, yep. I have really tried to narrow it down to just those people. Because those are the people I only want to hear from, right? I don't want to hear that. And I, I, have, I haven't done it yet, but I was thinking I'm going to maybe make my default Twitter app something like Spring or maybe Twitterific, I don't know. Um, I like Spring. I, I do like Twitterific on the Mac. I've got used to using it. So mm. I tend to find I use that. And the good thing about Twitterific and Spring now is that they keep your place. So if you go back to Twitter and you want to just sort of pick up where you left off, you can just go from there rather than the Twitter app where you've got to basically go through all the garbage again. Hmm, does it? I, I thought it, it stayed in place as well on the Twitter app. I didn't know. I don't think so. It doesn't start at the top. I don't know. I don't use it enough. I uh, yes, you're you're fine. Don't you think though, right? I'm going to say this, and we're not going to talk about it for an hour. I'm saying that before we start. I love that you say that, and then four hours <laughs> later, we'll still be discussing <laughs> we're it. Not. We are not. I'm just saying. Look, with all the, the 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 positives that comes with social media, right? And it is about keeping you know in tabs with people, and you know, Facebook is great for like a friends reunited experience. You know, catching up with people from school, whatever. Mm. But I, I, I can't help but think that the impact it's had, the negative impact it, it's had with misinformation and, you know, people like a, a minority of people suddenly seeming like a majority of people and, and, and hate and all that nonsense. I just think it's had such a negative effect on society. I know that's a real dramatic statement to say, but you've got to weigh up those positive and negatives. I'm, as, I, look... I'm as terrible as anyone else because I will not give up WhatsApp because it's great multi-platform communication, even though it's owned by Facebook. I'm still a member of Facebook just because if I'm not, then my mum complains or my brother complains or yeah. whatever else, you know? I, I, and yet I, I, I just, I can, I can feel that it's made, a, it's made our society worse. Well, I, I, I can only talk personally, right? And I know how I feel and I do feel... A sense, not a sense of um, that I miss it. If I don't go on it, I don't miss it. I think a lot of kids growing up today probably can't ever imagine the idea of putting the phone down. I mean, that's why they're probably going to build them into our heads because it's the only way we'll ever get, you know, <laughs> otherwise future generations are just going to have one hand forever just kind of built to be just holding something in their hand in front of their face. Yeah. 
that will be the evolution of man. That will be the ascent of man. The hand will just be, you know, in in place. And <laughs> I, I don't it. even care about that. I don't. I, the screen time. I don't care about it. It's what you're watching, what you're interacting but, but that's with. That's the point. Positive. Yeah, that's the point. So for me, although I don't miss it. When I do go on, I do I do get impacted by it. I really I do get myself irritated and wound up on it. Yes, and yeah. I think why do I allow myself to do this? And you know the problem is at night. I think night time is the worst time, isn't it? Because you know if you're lying in bed and you can't sleep, and thankfully I'm not that kind of person. I do fall asleep fairly quickly when the phone mm-hmm. is out of the room. I should say, yeah. Um, but I do like the idea of of trying to get some sleep and, and not be you know. Um, angry annoyed at the world yeah you know we're all doomed and i think i just get so wound up by it and of course the world isn't a great place you know that's the problem we're not in a great place at the minute it is the world is a great place come on i mean if you you watch the news the past couple of weeks god i can't even watch the news anymore even the you know i want want trump to come back because at least we had a laugh oh just stop Stop, i don't care about the politics i just i can't i i I need i need some distraction I've got a guest staying with me at the minute, right? Who is totally blind. They went to, on a little trip yesterday, they went to Stockport. I'm in Manchester. They went to Stockport. And they travelled back to where I am on the tram and they walked back from the town to where I am, which is like a mile and a half, two miles. Never done it before. They walked back on their own, right? And Ira went kaput halfway through. And they got help. All the way back, uh, people were so nice. And when they first came here, but first arrived here, someone in the tram just gave them a ride here because she, she obviously overheard them trying to get a taxi and talking to me about how to get here. And they just gave them a lift. What I'm saying is most people are bloody lovely <laughs> and the world's a good place. It's just when you posit- when you put all this negative stuff and nastiness all in one place in a pile... It mounts up and it yeah. makes you feel like it gives you a false reality. You are, in you're reality, absolutely right. You're absolutely are, are right. Usually good. I'm, I'm, I've never said this before, but you are right. <sighs> thank you. Thank you. Well done. Today is the day of your redemption. <laughs> <laughs> From whatever it is we've decided you've done. Um, this is a total aside to this conversation, but on my Roadcaster Pro, I've realized that I don't think I've ever deleted anything from the little SD card. And I've just it's just occurred to me that I wonder how much time is left on this. Oh good. Well thanks so for this, listening. This might be a really short episode. Because if this doesn't if this doesn't keep going, I don't know how long it's got left. And it must be it must be hours because you and I, although we sat sat down with the intention of this being I remember we had this chat about let, let's do this for fifteen minutes a day. Yes, we did. Absolutely. I hate any podcast that's longer than fifteen minutes. Oh you're gonna love this one then. Which is all of ours. All of our podcasts are about nine weeks long. Nine hours. Um, it is absolutely wild. Um, we, we, we've been getting lots of emails in, and I want to get to some of those because it's always interesting to hear what people have got to say. Um, and this kind of ties into what we've been talking about, right? So Michael, actually, uh, let me find Michael's email here. He is referring to language, and he says, Guys, just wondering, is it time to move on from discussing words and language and language police, etc.? Now, Michael, I'm assuming you mean as a topic here on the show, um, rather than as you know, as, as a society. I don't know. Um, You're gonna love Saturday's show. Well, I'm guessing that's where this is coming from, right? Because you've you've obviously heard that, and you've heard our little our little conversation on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think the problem for me, and, and I think this is interesting. This this week in particular is going to be quite interesting for this because we we have got some news coming up 
later in the week. I can't say too much at the moment, but let's just say you might want to listen out to Friday's show. That's all I'll say. Oh. Um, because we've got some big news about what's coming up with this podcast and what we're doing and some exciting stuff that's going on. And I promise you, you're going to like it. Okay. You will like it. Well, you might not. Um, but I think you will like it. <laughs> that was a quick turnaround from I promise you're going to like it to, well, well you might not. I, I hate assuming what people think, right? So, you know, people might say, oh, thank God for that, or, oh, that's a shame, or whatever. I don't know. But, or, um, I don't care. Yeah, or who cares? Yeah, exactly. Or what is this rubbish I'm listening to? Um, which I'm sure is common for many of the partners of the people who listen to this show. Hmm. Um, I've had that comment before, actually. <laughs> Someone said to me, they said, I love your show. My partner can't stand it. Um, <laughs> quality feedback. But yeah, so we have got some news coming up. And, and that's why I think it will be an interesting conversation because maybe it is time we start to get back to, you know, the reason we started this thing was about tech. So maybe we should continue Things that conversation. Things evolve. And, like, yeah, the, it does. Yeah, and look, it did. If we're, talk if we're talking about, you know, the... the the war of, of words every episode, then of course we shouldn't do that. But I think, you know, we've talked about it. It's come up specifically, the, you know, the Lizzo and the Beyonce thing. So um, I think talking about it in that aspect is absolutely fine. But yeah, it's, it's not a subject we really, I don't particularly want to go back to that that many times because I, I don't think there's an easy answer to it. No. Well, uh, Desi also writes in and says, hello, Steve and others. I wonder if you've ever considered putting chapters in your podcast so that we can skip to what we feel is important to us. I feel there is uh, or seems to be a lot of blindness introspection going on in this tech podcast, and I sometimes wish to skip that to get to the meat of the podcast, which to me is tech. What do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with that, actually. Yeah, I think we should we should certainly sort this out. Where if we're doing different bits, we should chapterize it. How do we do that, Sean? Yeah, I, I must admit, I'm I'm happy to get help on this because it's something I haven't done. I think it's something we should do. I think you're absolutely yeah. right. Sometimes our intros like this can go on for quite a while before we get to a you know a contribution or an interview or whatever it may be, a demo. So being able to skip to that, some people are going to love it. So yes, if you know how to do it, I use specifically, I use Audacity. I could look this up and I definitely will do some research. But if there's any listeners out there that can help me out, then feel free to email in. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should definitely. It's a good point, Desi. Yeah. And it's it, it has been on my mind. Uh, and more and more podcast apps are supporting it now, which is good. So we, we yeah. I don't think you can do it on the Amazon Echo, though. I think if you want to listen on the Echo, you don't get that option yet. Can't be far no, off though. That must be coming. You do, yeah, I would hope so because it is. It's a really nice feature to have. Uh, Katie Syred writes, "Hello, BGs, uh, BGs, blind guys. Um, thought you might be interested in this quote from Adam Grant. The ultimate test of success is whether, or is not whether you're proud of what you've achieved. It's whether you're proud of who you've become. This goes back to our conversation, of course, on pride and blind uh. pride." Um, yes. The ultimate test of success is not whether you're proud of what you've achieved, it's whether you're proud of who you've become. Hmm. I, I'm, that's uh, far over my head, I must admit. Um, I suppose, yeah, I mean, proud of achieved is what, is what you've become. I, I mean, is it not one of the same thing for some people? Some people think that, you know, well, identity is everything, right? So, you know, to them that sometimes is... Sometimes they do go hand in hand. Yeah. So your achievements do mould who you are. If you, I think this show moulds us, if I'm honest. Mm. I do. I, th I, think it, I think it's moulded a lot. Because, first off, it allows me to get a lot of perspective from a lot of different people. 
So that's true. It does change my views on things, and and it's you know a lot of people I think have the idea. I say a lot of people. Some people think that I have this view on things, and and whatever the view is, that's it. It's hard and fast, and that couldn't be any further from the truth. I'm very much the type who likes to hear other opinions, hear other voices, see what other people think, um, and then you know change my mind. I'm then okay to do them. that. Yeah, that's yes, right. I didn't ignore <laughs> it. Yeah. Like, what did they know? You're right. It, you know what? It's it's a nice quote. I, I'm going to have to process it a little bit, um, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's an interesting one. Um, thank you for that, Kay. Really appreciate that. Um, now, there's a lot of emails from Rebecca Skipper, and this is a common thread on the email uh, inbox this week about M1 Max and VM. Oh, Rebecca, she loves them. Aye, aye, Skipper. Aye, aye, Skipper. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, this is such good fun. I am. I mean, I won't get into my challenges I've had because I think they are uniquely Stephen um, mm-hmm. to some degree. <laughs> Let's just say. Sorry, I'm, I was taking a drink, but that is a perfect name for a podcast. <laughs> uniquely Stephen. Uniquely Stephen. <laughs> uh, because honestly, the, the, so not not an issue per se reg- regarding that. But I was I use this Rodecaster Pro, and I'll quickly explain the setup to you. Hopefully, this makes sense. But I think it is the perfect solution to everything. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's not accessible, so you will need help to set it up to do this. Downside. Perfect. Yeah. So not perfect. But I've been getting a lot of questions from people. In fact, I think we've got a voicemail about this asking regarding um, Parallels versus VMware, which I will get to uh, in a future episode because I think VMware is good, certainly more accessible. Parallels, less accessible, but way more functional. And I think in a way, a bit more solid as well when you're using the VM Oof. I, I don't know. I just felt I feel better using it. I feel like when I'm put it this way, when I'm using the Mac, I'm using the Mac, mm-hmm. and when I'm using the PC, I'm using the PC. With VM, sometimes you feel like you're kind of drifting between the two because there can be situations where, and I have no understanding as to why, but sometimes the VM would just click right back to the Mac, or sometimes if you were on the Mac side, it would automatically switch over to the PC. And I couldn't understand why that would do that. It was almost as if one was kind of taking control of the other, but not by my request. Kept Whereas, falling on its Mac side. That's never a good thing, is it? Yeah, there's another name for a good podcast. Thank um, you. But uh, VMware, uh, it just takes, it's so accessible because it just reminds me of the old traditional apps with the menu bar to go through and all that. I, I, and the dialog boxes are, are just really familiar. Yeah. So that's the only one I've ever used. And uh, I think it is um, yeah, 99% accessible, right? It's pretty cool. Um, but it's just a shame that you got to, you got to choose between accessible and, and functionality. It's uh, we sh- we shouldn't have that to make that choice. Uh, now both Rebecca and Greg Watcher have been in touch to tell me all about VOCR, uh, which is similar to OCR on Jaws, and the, the way that it essentially scrapes the screen for all the links, the buttons, the the text, whatever it is, uh, and makes it capable. So it gives voiceover those OCR capabilities. You can find it by searching for GitHub. V-O-C-R. Uh, you, the, the full address is github.com slash chigkim, C-H-I-G-K-I-M, slash V-O-C-R. If you can remember that, good luck to you. But otherwise, well just Google it. Um, and there is a video on YouTube. Taylor Arndt did a YouTube video using V-O-C-R to install Windows 11 on her M1 Mac with Parallels. So it, what it meant was it allowed her to do the install without someone cited to help. You can find it on their Techopolis YouTube channel. 
mentioned cool. this before. It was called someone else, uh, something else when I mentioned it before, but it's, it's a brilliant, um, it's a brilliant channel. And uh, Taylor, I mean, some of the, the, the demos can be quite long and, and that's fine. That's the way that Taylor does them. But I like how she kind of goes through it bit by bit rather than, you know, rushing it. You, you kind of get the point. So it's good. Mm. Um, there is also another VM option that is free and accessible on the Mac, says Greg. It's called UTM. I used UTM to get Windows 11 installed on my wonderful 14-inch MacBook Pro. I happen to have the exact same one that Mr. Scott has. One thing I found is that if you have a full-size keyboard with a numpad, the numpad insert key will work as a JAWS or, mod or ND NVDA modifier key without you having to remap it. Cool. Oh, and by the way, Mr. Scott, you really should change your passwords. People just keep hijacking your podcast and doing whatever they feel like. <laughs> Very true. It's true. Uh, so, yes, lots more to come in the next few weeks, I promise you. We're going to be talking lots about M1 and VM with the Windows side because uh, I, am, I am really liking it. And I think it is surprising me how functional it is. And, and it's interesting because today I had to jump back. Well, actually, I made a slight mistake because if you notice, I say today, it was actually last week. If you remember, you will have, if you were listening to the first run, essentially, the, the, the uploaded episode of the show on Saturday, you might have wondered why Sally was talking all over us and why we were all mm, talking mm. over each other. Partly that was because we were, but yes. also there's a slight sync issue as well where Sally, I think, was like 10 seconds behind everyone else. So it's been fixed and it's been re-uploaded. So if you had an issue with it, if you couldn't get through it because it just sounded terrible to you, go back. It is there. Um, it might not sound much different. Um, <laughs> but fingers crossed you'll like it. And um, hooray, it wasn't me. It wasn't and it wasn't me you this for time. a change. No, exactly. Thank you. No, it was me. But um, in the process of fixing that, I opened up the Audacity project session file, but I did it on the Mac side. Kind of just by accident, right? I just did it. And... Um, the funny thing was, as soon as I did it, I realized how much I hated Audacity on the Mac. Ah, um, right. It was so slow. It was really struggling. And then, and really? then I, I jumped into the, the, the PC side, and it was flying. It just did the job, no hassle. And I thought, wow, that's, that's kind of impressive, actually. So Gorgeous. And that's a perfect example why you know a VM or even boot camp, to a degree, it, it's, it's just so handy, just so useful, right? Yeah, but that, that's the thing, though, right? So when I had the Intel MacBook Pro, I couldn't do all that. Even when I had it running with VMware and Windows 10 at the time, I couldn't get it to... I, I couldn't trust it. And that's the problem, really? right? You, okay. you, you get to that level of trust. It just didn't seem to be able to handle it. And it's like Robin was saying as well when he was on about... We were talking about this. He, I think he and I had the, a very similar machine at the time that I had. 32 gig RAM, you know, fastest i9 processor. Of course, we know. We know how you two roll. Yeah. But rubbish. Absolute garbage compared to this base <laughs> level Mac Mini. You know, unbelievable how quick this thing is. And I, I it's actually, I want to mention as well to all the lovely people on Twitter who've been, <laughs> the ones who are not horrible people, um, the lovely people on Twitter <laughs> who've been sending messages saying, you know, I've decided to go and try this out. Michael Babcock, for example, uh, tweeted me and said, you know, I really, you know, I, I wasn't going to even go down this route. But now hearing you talk about it and hearing you enthused about it, I'm really intrigued to see what this is like. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I wonder though, and this will be interesting to hear from other people, those who've tried installing it on, say, or, or using VMware or UTM, what that Windows experience is like. Because I think there's that middle ground. The middle ground is how that application assists you to use the program. So there's lots of cool things, like, for example, um, 
I don't feel like when I'm on the PC, it's ever going to jump back out of the 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 window. You know, virtual machine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One problem that we have, which is exclusively blind, another great name for a podcast, is that we <laughs> we um, should be writing. We should be writing this down. I know uh, it'll never happen. But the good thing is that because we use voiceover, because we use Jaws, which is brilliant. The downside to that is that they can clash, and. What happens then, right? So how does it work? If you're going between two vir- a virtual machine and, and you say your Mac, how do you make sure they don't clash? Well, what I do is I mute speech on JAWS. So I just have it set up with a little command I use, which is the uh, right option key and S, and that just silences JAWS. But I set that up in my, my keyboard commander under the voiceover utilities. Hang on. Sorry, sorry. Silences JAWS or voiceover? Sorry, uh, voiceover. Yeah, yep. so, so it silences that. And then I can work perfectly on my... Jaws side. Now I could turn voiceover off. I just prefer to mute the speech. So I do that, yeah. and that seems to be good because, frankly, if you don't do that, you will run into problems. You have to silence one of them. And what I found is, and this is obviously because of the way the VM works, because it's Mac to PC in this case. When you're in the Mac side, it makes no difference. You can leave Jaws running all the time, and it will never get in the way. And the good thing about that is uh, the only downside can be, of course, if you get an email notification and it starts reading the whole thing all the way through. Yes. <laughs> you can't yes. hit the control key to silence it because it's not in focus. But if you've if you've got it set up as I do in full screen mode and I'm running parallels, you can just command tab back to the Windows application and just hit, you know, control a few times until it silences itself. Um you know, I'm going to get into this in a lot more detail in the next few weeks, but there's oh, lots please of cool do. things. And that what, wasn't enough detail for me. But one one thing I will say, one of the things, and I know Mark Aflalo who on Double Tap TV with me and, and on Double Tap with us, one thing he talks about, and I love as well, is that space bar for preview. So you want to preview a file on the Mac, you hit the space bar, and the file will start playing, or if it's an if it's a audio file or a video file, it'll just start playing it. On the VM with Parallels, you go to File Explorer, you find the, say, an audio file, and I just thought, I'll try it. Hit the space bar. And it opened up in preview. So I was able to preview the file on the on the Windows side using Mac's preview the way that I can on the Mac side. That to me <gasps> was pretty cool. It's a hybrid. You've you've created a monster. That's I beautiful. Have. A beautiful monster. A weird kind of window faced Mac Apple uh... bodied <laughs> Pain in the Mac side. If we can, oh. if we can stick a, a Chrome in there somewhere, we've we've basically consumed a lot. <laughs> in fact, yeah, just run Google Chrome. There you go. Problem solved. There we go. Okay, well done. That was a bit of a geek out. I was a bit, yeah, but uh, I am loving it. I know people are interested in this. I know Good. what people like. You do. Well done, you sir. Now, uh, Gary writes into us and he says, "Hello, Stephen. I listen to your podcast, and I'm often reminded by you and your cohorts." that we blind folks are capable of many things. You also argue that we should not be judged through the lens of those who think blind people are mostly incapable of doing much that sighted folks see as important. People who can see should not summarily put us all in the blind box. Good for you. Anytime someone starts a sentence with blind people and then goes on to say something negative, they should be taken to task. Whenever they start a sentence like that, we know they are probably going to finish it with something that isn't true. My gripe for today is how often you refer to the elderly or older people or mostly anyone older than you are and then associate them with something negative. 
Most people do not develop memory problems as they get older, do not become less capable of understanding complex topics, and do not need to have their handhelds as they cross the street. They need more time, they may need more time to do some, uh, some things, but so do those of us who cannot see. Let me point out that the gentleman with the device to prevent fires when cooking, that was the Unicook we talked about with Guy Holland, mm -hmm. uh, did say that they install them in retirement housing, but also said that they install them in university housing, a location with few people you would describe as elderly. Please do not spoil a great podcast with disparaging references to older people that you would find offensive if used in reference to blind folks. Respectively, Gaddy Crow. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Ageist. Yeah, I, actually, yeah. If I've said that, then I'm wrong. Yeah, absolutely. I apologize. No, I'm, I should I'm, not. I'm have doing that tongue in cheek, but yeah, he he has a definite point. He right? does. And sometimes when I'm talking about you know, oh these these products that are designed and aimed at uh, people of a certain age, you know these uh, they can't use a touchscreen because you know they're older. I, I no, that's not true. It's simply isn't true so um yes then you're right to uh, bring us up on that point yeah no i i agree i think it's um it's a good point because i i have probably wandered into that area many times and it, i think it's sometimes a little bit of autopilot um but i i will tell you that now that now you've brought this up i can it's an opportunity for me to i guess share how i really feel about this which is and this is often by experience that a lot of the times when i worked at rnib i would go along to they had these things for a while called looking forward groups and people would come along and they would get a chance to, you know, it wasn't just about tech. But there was lots of different things going on. But one aspect that I was brought in for was tech. And I was asked one day to do a little presentation on iPads and Macs and PCs and all that stuff. Yeah. And what I did was I put a laptop on the table, turned it on, um, had it sitting on the login screen, and had an iPad sitting. And I said, okay, what I want you to do is just, you know, get familiar with the tech, just see what you kind of feel naturally you know connected to and try and see how you got on and of course nobody wanted to couldn't anyone near didn't even look at it they just ignored the laptop went straight yeah. to the ipad and were picking it up and they were figuring it out and having conversations between them all these people were in their 80s and they figured it out in no time and yeah. some of them already knew and they were helping the others and you know it, it kind of told me at, at that moment in time god you know this idea that older people don't know things is ridiculous. It's absolute garbage because, you know, more often than not, a lot of the people who are older, especially today, you know, have had, have been in full-time employment, you know, working with computers and, yeah, you know, and that's just going to be more and more of the cases as the generations go on because the generations today that are going to be in their 80s, you know, and not that long, in 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, um, they've all come from a tech background to some degree. Some might not see themselves as particularly techy, but... They certainly know how to use tech and they can deal with it. But what I have also noticed in similar type of groups with younger people is they struggle sometimes more. And I don't know if it's a little bit of a societal thing where people are kind of expected to, you know, you're a kid, you know things. How many times have we said on the show, you know what, I don't know how this works. Where's my niece? She'll, yeah, she'll yeah, figure this out for me. for me. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a, it's whoever's a had the experience with technology. If you've used it before or come across it before, then you, you know you got somewhere to start. If you haven't, then you're as lost as anyone. It doesn't matter how you know, it doesn't matter your age. Not to say that we won't probably make that same mistake again in the future. We yeah. all try and learn from that, but yeah, I'll, um, be, I'll be mindful of it for certain because, yeah. and I appreciate the, the the comment, Gary. You know, this is what I'm saying. You know, it's sometimes perspective. It comes from 
places that you don't expect it to, and that's what's great about this show. Um, so, yeah, I yes. appreciate the comment. Um, Sharon writes, Dear Stephen and Sean. <gasps> oh, Sharon, I think I love you. You got, you, got a, you got a name mentioned there. I got a name. Oh, thank you. That's it. I'm done. I'm retiring. There we go. That's you. Your life is done. Thank you. Bye-bye. Um, Sharon says, I'm interested to know your views on if the laptop Mac Pro, I think you mean MacBook Pro, I'm guessing, is the best for visually impaired people, as has been stated. I enjoy listening to your show, especially the happy banter. It makes the show. Kind regards, ah. Sharon. Um, oh, this is such a difficult question, isn't it? I mean, because, you know, I need to talk to you, Sharon. I need to know more. I need to know what you're doing do. with it. Uh, because, you know, as a, an Apple fanboy, first off, I could say, yeah, 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 buy a Mac, you'll love it. Um, and I've been, I have been absolutely the cause of many people buying them. Um, I, I, I don't know if you can just turn around and say it's the right thing for somebody without knowing a bit more about the circumstance. It could be the case that a PC's what you need. Also, you know, where have you come from, right? Have you used a PC before? Have you ever used a Mac? You know, I've got a friend, for example, right now who was a bit of a Mac head for a long time but had more vision then, so he was doing it visually. As soon as he felt the need to maybe get into the world of voiceover, it kind of fell away from him. He just couldn't get his head around all these commands and the way that the, the Mac works. Yeah. And I'm, I was there too. I went away from the Mac a lot, especially when I was, you know, vision wasn't great. I just, I, I seemed to I just move towards the PC. I left it behind. I walked away yeah. from it. I, I just couldn't. And it's not to say it's, you know, there's, the more customizable it is, the more things you can tailor and 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 t t uh, twiddle to make it work how you want <laughs> the more ah it's, it's just there's so many options in there and there's so many people got it working this way and some people got it working that way um i just didn't want to put the time into it let's not to say it's a bad it's not bad that's a really good point that's a really good point putting the time yeah. in which you need to do right yeah um yeah. and i wasn't going to do it at all i wasn't interested the pandemic helped frankly because i had the time oh blimey well, it did. You know, at the time, I had more oh, yeah. time to it's actually right. focus on it. And I wouldn't have done that if I'd been in the office because I wasn't using a Mac. That's true. All right. I can't. Can just read the, the. What's the actual question there from Sharon? Well, she's asking specifically, uh, as you say this, as I've put the email away. Um, sorry, sorry. I just was she talking about the difference between Mac and, and Windows or she says, PC? I'm interested to know your views on if the laptop MacBook Pro is the best for visually impaired people, as has been stated. So, are we talking maybe between the Pro and the Air, or I don't yeah, know. that's what I'm thinking. Are we just talking about on the Mac side, or or is okay? It, well, let's let's know, answer that one then, right? If you're buying a, now, look again, it goes back to what you're doing with it, Sharon. But if you are using this computer for email or Word documents, for browsing the web, maybe even some audio editing, maybe a little bit of, even a little bit of video editing. Um, I'm going to take an, a, you know, I don't like assumptions, but I'm going to assume you're not out to, you know, create the next Toy Story 7, okay? Mm. Or, you know, in, in, in video, you're not going to be making the film. If that's the case, the base level of any Mac computer, any Mac computer will do you fine. You could go out and buy the base level Mac Mini, which, and if you want a laptop, then it would be the MacBook Air. Base level. And get the M1. Don't spend the extra with the M2. You don't need it. I, I'm not buying an M2 Mac. I don't need it. There's nothing. I am still running this base. <laughs> I've said it a thousand times. I'm sick saying it. But I am still running this base level Mac Mini 
and it is absolutely fine. I bought the MacBook Pro because I like the feet. I know it's ridiculous. Yes. But I liked the feet. All right, let's leave that there. That's, it just, that's just it sits on the desk. It doesn't fly all over the desk when you're trying but, to use it. You'd have to chase it. Good. Well done. It stays you in should, one place. You should have got a rubber desk. That would have been easier. <laughs> but, um, no, yeah. Absolutely. But I'm just, look, I'm just intrigued. Sharon, please get back to us. So mm. I'm intrigued by you know, the best laptop for, for the visually impaired because we're, if we're talking about the operating system, it's the same no matter what computer you get on the Mac side, right? It's still going to be running Mac OS and the voiceover is still going to be the same. So I mean, from the visually impaired aspect of it, it really doesn't matter. What Stephen said there about, you know, the power uh, versus how much you actually spend and what you actually need for whatever you're trying to do is absolutely correct. But from the visually impaired side of it, it doesn't really matter. They all work the same. So, I don't know. Get back in touch with us. Yeah. Give us a ring. Let's have Sharon on. Yeah, she no, remembered my name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the only reason you want Sharon on, because she knows who you are. That's <sighs> nice. Um, Thank you. Okay, so let's go to some of the voice messages that we've been getting in. Uh, let's hear from a friend of the show and uh, just a, a good friend generally. Eleanor. Oh. Hi, guys. It's Eleanor here. I'm still catching up with your back catalogue. I use Amazon Music to do this because I can ask for each episode by number and at the end she takes me straight to the latest one. Last weekend I listened to episode 86 where Sean described being lost in a field, then went straight to the hijacked hijack where Sally described being lost in a car park. The same thing happened to me just a few weeks ago. I was free-running Norris in my local park. There's a bit of edging at the side of the path which tells me I'm about to go through the bollard to the car park. And I always turn back there. But this day... I missed my cue completely and ended up in the car park and just like Sally, going round and round, coming up against fences. Although I always carry my little pay-as-you-go phone, I didn't want to call any friends or family as it was so early in the morning. So I tried calling Norris, put his harness on, and asked him to find the path. He turned me round, took me straight out of the car park and back to where I should have been. It just goes to show you, even after using the same park for over 40 years, you can still lose your concentration and get lost. Still loving the podcast. It's absolutely brilliant. It's like having... Friends pop round every day for a chat. Oh. Bye, and keep up the good work. Oh, thank you, Eleanor. I love Eleanor. <laughs> That's fantastic. Guide dogs constantly blow my mind. I mean, how how cool is that? Right? Yeah. Because we've all been there, and like Eleanor said, you can be somewhere you know so well, but as soon as you get in that position where, okay, I, I can't get my bearings and this feels unfamiliar to me, you do start to panic. And especially after about 10 or 15 minutes of trying to figure out where you are and you still can't, 
it does get worrying, but ah, fantastic. I love guide dogs. They're amazing. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I see my wife with hers and I, I, I must admit, I don't get jealous about it. I thought I might, but I, I just don't. I, I, I'm quite happy with sticky McStick um, mm-hmm. face. Uh, <laughs> that does, does me fine. Um, but, you know, I, I see the, he the means difference. the white cane. Yes, exactly. Just, just to make that clear. Do you think anybody didn't get that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Muck Stick Face. It could be a Scottish, common Scottish name. I don't know. <laughs> sticky, <laughs> sticky McStick Face. Common. <laughs> Common Glaswegian. Thing. Yeah, exactly. That's right. No, I, I mean, I, I totally, you know, I, I see the, the impact that it has and I see the joy that she gets out of going out now. That's the thing that I think really stands out, that it's not just about the, you know, absolutely it's about getting you out of the hole you've just managed to dig yourself into, but it's also about being able to just get out and just do things confidently. I'm surprised, actually, you haven't gone down this route. I, I, have, I have a hunch you might at some well, point. Well, surprisingly enough, I did. Yeah, we, we talked about this. Um, uh, Sarah and myself, we talked about this. I, I, do you know what? I don't have enough to do where I feel like I, I'm, I'm justified in getting a guide dog because I work from home. You know, it, it would make life easier for me on a social level. Maybe that's enough. Maybe it is. But yeah, at the moment, I don't feel like I, 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 I feel like I would be, is wasting it the right word? I don't know. But I feel like someone could get, make better use of it. So, um, yeah, but I, I'm definitely not against it. And again, stories like Eleanor, uh, you know, absolutely, yeah. Okay, so here's a question for you. Do you mm. get um, personal independence payment or disability living allowance? I do, yes. Okay, but what if someone else needs that money? Um, that They can have it. Okay, so you're going to give it to them? No, I'm not. No, exactly. Not. So what are you talking about? It, yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. It's it's a much more. I'm not going to say money is an infinite resource, but it's a much more finite resource when it comes to guide dogs, guide dogs training, and no, I, look, I, look, I get what you're saying, right? I, I honestly, I do get what you're saying. It's just in my current situation, honestly, I, if I was commuting and I needed him for work or education purposes, then absolutely. But for right now, it'd be you know I would love to just jump on the tram and walk around Manchester Town Centre. It's something I haven't been able to do in the longest time and definitely I wouldn't be able to do now I don't think um with my current mobility cane technique so uh I would love that but you know what that, for me I see that as more as a, a leisurely luxury and um I'm digging myself in a hole yeah I know no, I'm not, what, I would say, what I would say to you is go talk to guide dogs because look I know when I went through this whole process because my wife is a guide dog we actually started out with me applying for a guide dog now that's when I worked in an office and I was going out five days a week to a building, um, you know, considerable distance from where I live. And yeah. I, I, my take was, I want to use the train. I want to, you know, go, go walking. I want to go out. I want to go to, for coffee. I want to do, you know, those things that are just the yes. everyday thing. You know, just mm-hmm. get out, you know. Because um, I don't, I, I must admit, I don't enjoy going out with the cane. It's not an enjoyable experience. It's nothing to do with how it makes me feel or look or any of that stuff. I'm over all that. I'm actually over all that. Me um, too. But it's it's more to do with just the time that it takes. The you know I I know this sounds ridiculous, but you know the other day I was out and I bought this new cane when I was we were down at Site Village in Birmingham. It is a bit better, I'll admit. Oh, you got it! I, I finally yeah. arrived. Yeah, yeah, and really good. It's a carbon fiber, so it's much lighter than the council canes. 
Oh, you can and, go fishing um, with it or something. Exactly, that's good. right, yeah. Nice. Exactly. I wouldn't hang on to the end of it in a storm, you know, if you were hanging off the side of a boat or something. I wouldn't necessarily yes. use it as the <laughs> method of saving your life. Um, not that I think that's often what they're used for, but... You um, never know. <laughs> you never know. I've been lost before. Well, <laughs> I've never ended up in the ocean when I've been walking the dog. Don't go on a cruise. Um, oh, yeah. But... Uh, yeah, even that, my hand is, my arm, I, I, it's just, it always gets really sore. And after a while, you think, this is actually getting annoying. Um, and I know that's something I just need to get back into the habit of, probably because I haven't done it for so long. But I just need to, you know, do it. But I don't know, there's just a lot to it, I think. Um, I am trying to push past that a little bit, because I think some of it's just excuses. So, you know, that's mm. fine. But I think in your case, you know, I remember, this is what I was trying to get to, when I had guide dogs out here that was one of the things i said to them you know i felt that sometimes and especially now i thought you know i'm really not going to need this i'm working from home so what am i what am i doing here that i would mm -hmm. need to have a dog every day and, and actually in my life i think it would just become more of a hindrance um i don't think that's the case for you and i really do think you know it'd be worth talking to guide dogs so i'm helping you here as well oh, um, just, thank just you do it all right look in worst case they say it's not for you, or you say it's not for me, right? I mean, yeah. And and you know, the one thing I this is one thing I love about guide dogs. I remember them saying this to me, and I, I remember at nineteen years old them saying this to me, and they said the same thing again when they came back out a few years ago. But they said, look, even up to the point, even up to the point where you're in the house for the first day after going through all the training, after every single thing, that day you get home, if it's not working for you, you call us. It's not a problem. Yeah, you know, and that that really did that that helped a lot especially first time round because when it when it came to making the call a year in sadly when i was 19 I'd get to, to 20 and then i realized this wasn't working for me um and i don't really know why because sight was part of it um maybe i had too much vision maybe i was just 20 and didn't think a, do a dog was part of my thing i don't know yeah. um but the fact that i was able to make the call and say you know what guys this isn't working for me and could you you know, it was not an easy day, let me tell you. <laughs> even no. at 20, you know, even being a, you know, think yeah. you know it all in your 20s, right? But even that day when the, they came and put the dog in the back, it was like watching that movie Homeward Bound. No, oh, don't, I'm filling up. You know, the, the, the dog's in the back of the car and it's driving off. You're just like, I can't handle it. It's terrible. That was fine after I went and played. the next email, please. Then, then I went back upstairs and played Carmageddon. It was great. Um, oh, remember yeah, that? Used, yeah, it was very good. Yeah, loved that. Played it on the Mac. See, good old oh. Mac. Well done. There's your check. Well oh, done. No, Andy, yeah, there. there you go. Yeah, I played that on my Power PC. What was it? The Mac? Oh, it wasn't a performer, but it was the 8800. Um, Awful. Beige box. G3. I think it was a Mac G3, actually, that was in there. Um, oh, but good. The, Sorry. Yeah. Well anyway, done. Power, uh, was it? Power Mac 8800. <sighs> it had right. a zip drive built in. Wow. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Pat <laughs> writes in. Hi, Stephen and Sean. Oh, another <gasps> oh, name mentioned wow. there. Ding, ding. I love you, Pat. And all the great contributors to the podcast. I'm a long-time fangirl of all the work that you do. Oh, thank you. Um, Pat says, I have been low vision all my life, and I'm recently transitioning into less vision. And so, thanks to Sean's podcast on Narrator and Stephen's positive review on Double Tap, I have made the plunge to, to learn it. I am finding that, oh. although it reads what I type in a uh, word perfectly... It cannot get it to read. Oh, hang on, I think I might have got this wrong. I'm finding that although it reads what I type in Word Perfect, I cannot get it to read a document that is already written using the narrator key and the appropriate modifier key like narrator plus R. 
I have stopped Narrator from following my mouse as I was finding it uh, overwhelming with information. I've been reluctant to purchase JAWS because of the high cost. Do you know if it works with NVDA or if I'm going to have to purchase and learn Microsoft Office? Pat is in Vancouver in Canada. Well, first off, thank you so much for the email, Pat, and I'm so glad you're a fangirl of us. Absolutely. Okay, uh, so the narrator key in R. Um, you know, there's been quite a few jumps around with narrator recently, mm. so I, I'm not entirely sure. Is that read all? Either way, it, it should do, but honestly, uh, Pat, try NVDA as well. Um, look, narrator is so much better than it used to be, is, is the first line that we always say. Here we go. In fact, I will go... <laughs> I will go further than that and say, look, it, it's actually, it's something you could use, but I do find it still, it, it, sometimes it, it struggles to keep up with me when I, get, when I get a little bit of speed on and I'm, you know, typing away or something. Sometimes I do find it struggles to keep up with me a little bit. So um, it's been improved all the time, but again, joy of Windows, try NVDA. Honestly, it's the, the what you've learned so far on the Rater is most most of it is transferable to NVDA as well. Um, for me, I just always use the tab and the left and right arrows for ninety nine point nine percent of everything that I do in any uh, in Windows in any app. So you'll be perfectly fine. But I really recommend you try NVDA. It's uh, far less system uh, resource hungry, and I think you'll find it just a little bit more responsive in in certain situations. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think if you're using a computer like you are, Pat, you and using those kind of applications, NVDA is the way to go. I get the thing about JAWS, you know. Um, you're in Canada, though, so you will be able to get the home user, what's it called, the home annual license now. Yes. You, you can now get that in, in Canada. So that's something which is good. We, we can't get it here in the UK yet. In fact, the deal to get the equivalent, in inverted commas, uh, kind of went out the window at the end of, where are we? July. Yeah, so end of July. End of uh, July, Start of yeah. August, yeah. So, um, I, Although I, they did say they were a little bit, you know, not they weren't Yeah, I mean, if you call up that. and you say, look, hey, I heard on the, I heard on the Blind yeah. Guy podcast, they're saying that, you know, basically you're Stephen giving... Stephen says you'll give us a discount. Away Stephen for free. guarantees yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Sight and sound. Give him a ring. You never know your luck. The, the deal may have just ended, but... Um, yeah, like sorry, Stephen, I've jumped on, but you're right that the, for what was it, ninety five dollars or whatever yeah, it is, that's right, yeah, something like that. You could you can have Jules Home Edition for the year for twelve months, and you can install it on up to three machines as well. So, actually, I think that's a perfectly reasonable price. And yeah, you know, when we're talking about thousands of dollars, then obviously, yeah, it's not for me either. But at that price, I think it's actually worth it. But um, yeah, but for those people, those people who do think, and, I, and there are a lot of people out there who think that you know just just paying for a screen reader in 2022 considering how many free options there are i mean voiceover doesn't cost extra um chrome vox doesn't cost extra narrator doesn't yeah. cost extra so why should we uh and actually the pc side always has the benefit i think because it has not just one it has two not even two it has three options um so that's pretty cool. You know, you've got the three options there. You don't get that on a Mac. You don't get that on a Chromebook. So hang on, the three options. What have we got? Oh, you got an eraser. You've got NVDA. Yes. You get JAWS. The three oh, options. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I was, I was, yeah. In All fact, right. you've probably got more than that if you think about it because you've got, well, yeah, you've got Supernova, system access got, as well and yeah. Dolphin. Dolphin. But I, 
I thought you were talking about the free options there. Uh, which no, you mean, you, no, you mean you, yeah. yeah, you're going to have to pay for Jaws. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. Sorry, is that sight and sound? It would, it would appear my, my entire family are calling me as we speak. <laughs> Clearly my... Um, I, you, know what, you know what I love about these phones? They don't that's the to... worst ringtone I've ever heard. What's that? So that is, that phone that's ringing is actually one I was setting up earlier on. That's an iPhone 8, which oh. is, um, it's an iPhone 8, and that is my mum's old phone. Yes. Oh, but, oh, oh but, sorry. Uh, I've insulted your mum's ringtone. No, uh, she, she wouldn't even know what a ringtone was, so I wouldn't worry about right. it. But she, um, she gave me this old phone because I, I got her a new iPhone SE because it was just, frankly, this one was getting a bit old. At least I thought there was a problem with the battery, but it turned out not to be. Waste of money. Yep. Um, but, you know, I'm off to the Apple store for the trade-in, so it's fine. But, yeah, I was just resetting it. But obviously I haven't done that yet. And that's ringing. But it's ringing um, even though I've got it here. Her phone is ringing. How weird is that, right? I thought I didn't think that would be a thing. The SIM card is inside her phone. So why is it ringing Oh, when her phone um, rings, I don't so get that. Are you saying that was someone ringing your mum? Yeah, so that was someone ringing my mum. Ah, right. Because it's um, because she's got on her uh, Apple ID, maybe Apple ID. She's got her email, and have you not reset that phone yet? No, no. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. I thought, oh, I, thought I had to be. I thought they had to be in the same, or at least in the Universe. same Wi-Fi network or something. <laughs> Universe. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, yeah. It just works, it's Apple. Oh, it does, yeah, that's right. I can call you from a million miles away, <laughs> even though I'm sure that's not quite right. If someone steals my phone, they can always still get me. Good news. Um, at least I can always make sure that the, the, the person who's stolen my phone can, in fact, um, still Talk take to my your calls. family. Yes, that's, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's nice. Good. Um, well, look, thank you for the emails. Really appreciate it. We do have some big news coming this week. I can't say any more than that. I'm on the road as of tomorrow. Um, yeah. So, I, I did notice at the start of the show, you said we're, we're going to be here um, every day this week. Yeah, well, I felt bad because last week we didn't get many shows out. Yeah, but that was because you were meant to be away last week, right? Which no, the week you before. Couldn't do... Oh, yeah, the week before. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly, right? So it's all gone to hell. <laughs> so what, what we're going to do is this week we're going to have our regular five shows. And the way we're going to do it, and it's kind of a trial, but we'll see how it goes. Um, you're going to do all the work. Oh, that sounds great. Okay, cool. Because you, oh, I can't. What am I supposed to do? So I'm I'm on trains, but we're going to do the show tomorrow. We'll do it before I go, and then we will do the other shows on location. <gasps> no, I'm okay. only two days. I'll be fine. All right. Okay. Are we allowed to say where your location is going to be? London. London. Okay. Right. That, it's not, it's there, not a London. Secret. It's just that I'll be in that there, London. Um, yeah. And obviously, you know, I was. I, I, this is the cool thing, right? So, in the midst of setting up all my stuff and getting all my my room organised, one of the things I wanted to do was create myself a little on the move broadcast kit. So I've done that. I've got a little bag set up with my um, my. Oh no! Someone's calling me again. Oh. And that's that's not me this time. That's someone else. Honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> um, this phone's on silent. So if you can make uh... sense of this. Ever the professional. Yes, tell us how we're going to record when you're on the move again. <laughs> Badly. That's how we're going to do it. Uh, so we've got the Rode NT-USB microphone, which is nice. USB-C into the Mac. So that's cool. That's easy for on the move. Mm -hmm. Then I've got my earpiece, which I'll plug into the back of that so I can hear you. Yes. Um, and then my little mic stand to go with it. And all that's in a neat little bag, and I can take it with me on the move 
and we can record shows. It's not going to sound as good as this, but mm-hmm. it will sound, you know, it'll sound what it sounds like. Absolutely beautiful, all apart from the mic stand, which is a tiny little plastic thing, which is just fall over constantly. It is not. I spent money. Oh, what did you? Two what? quid. You know, there's okay. a company called, is it Near or Newer? I, I can never pronounce their name. It's N-E-E-E-R. And they do really good. Near. Near. They do really good accessories. Right. Really good accessories. And they do proper mic stands. But they do these little tiny ones for on the move. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to get one of them. So that's it. So we will be coming. Well, tomorrow I'll be here, but I'll be on the move after that. And then we will record on the go. We'll see what happens. Amazing. Gorgeous. The, the joke of it is that you're actually going down to to fit out a someone's studio, a recording yeah, but studio. Thankfully, it's not there. mine. Yeah, I know. But while you're doing it, you could just we could just record for twenty minutes. Oh no, I will never be ready In by the re- then. All right. Okay. Okay. No, I like to uh, belt and braces, my friend. Belt okay. and braces. We will see. So we'll record at night when you're covered in KFC in a hotel room. It's oh, a disgrace. That's brilliant, doesn't it? Can't it do that on a health kick. I want to come with you. <laughs> right, jump on a train. Let's go. Uh, we will be back tomorrow with lots more. Keep your uh, comments coming. Keep your emails coming. And uh, we'll be hearing more from you, dear listener, because uh, you've been sending in audio and reviews and all kinds of wonderful stuff. So that's all coming. Sean, talk to you tomorrow. Will do. Thank you. If you want even more Blind Guy in your life, visit blindguytalkstech.com for previous episodes. Find us on your podcast apps or ask Lady A or Lady G to play Blind Guy Talks Tech Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening. Catch you tomorrow.